bau bunga dedekin. been talking to the doc. Come on. Grungy. <laughs> My name's uh, Frank Soundfix Man. Mama. We can never hold him. Come on. Space Cruiser Fuel. <laughs> I'm ready for departure. I am programmed to play games. And, um, you know, we're not going to stop having them. So what was your question? I'm just going to keep happening. I was just wondering that if someone were to frame you, what do you think for a crime? What do you think um, you'd be framed for? I mean, do you think you there's something, something easy that, that like, they could get you for? or Something that would be easily believable that I would do? Yeah, I guess so. Uh-huh. Probably, like... Uh... Jacking off we... somewhere in the public. No, no, I, no it's not that gruesome. I always figured you more for like, uh, like a, a like a internet pirate. Like you're pirating something. And oh then yeah, you don't like have to frame them for that. Oh, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> well, yeah, no, uh, but like because of that, I thought it would be some sort of like cyber crime. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna get arrested for something in the future. So yeah, I always, yeah. I always feel my fear is that like um, my DNA somehow is gonna turn up at a crime scene, like <laughs> by by some happenstance, stupid thing, you know. That's why I've been yeah. uh, giving you and water <laughs> bottles to drink, and then I take them away after you're done. <laughs> you guys want to hear a funny story yeah, about? Uh, I never, I never leave the house without a full latex bodysuit on, like head to toe. <laughs> You want to hear a funny under story? My, it's under my clothes. No one knows yeah, I what's have up, it. What's up, Jesse? About, on. Okay. So when I got arrested, Ozzy, I don't know if you remember, but I got arrested with three felonies, and I almost got, oh. spent like 50 years in prison. Do you remember? Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Oh, surprise, surprise, guys. <laughs> yeah, so when I was about 22, I was working at Del Taco, and um, I was uh, our cheese machine broke, and I was forced to go to another Del Taco to shred cheese with their machine. So I mm -hmm. had to drive with bricks of cheese, full bricks, like 20-pound bricks of cheese, to the other Del Taco to shred the cheese. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I went I went to the Del Taco. I shredded the cheese because I was, I was like the shift manager at the other Del Taco. So, you know, I had some leeway and stuff. Like, yeah, go ahead and yeah. do this. On my way back, I spoke weed in my car. I was like in a 92 Ford Escort station wagon. It was about perfect car to get pulled over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was about 2 p.m. And uh, I'm driving back smoking weed. And um, of course, the cops pulled me over for my center brake light being out during That's center yeah did center you even know bullshit. did you even know that you had a brake light in the center no idea it was on the door of my hatchback like oh yeah <laughs> no yeah. idea yeah, like the long like the little blonde strip mm -hmm. bar or something yeah yeah so i so they pulled me over and this and that they giving me a hard time a really hard time i was in full uniform and everything and they're like yeah. what are you doing i was like dude i'm just like i'm shredding cheese i'm taking it back I'm to my store and they're yeah. like they're like, well, they're like, well, we, yeah, we got, we got probable cause. We got probable cause to like, you know, search your car. And I was like, fuck. And at the time I did have like a little, little, like maybe a half a gram of cocaine in my car, in my glove box. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, that'll do it. Dude, that'll I didn't even, it. I didn't even remember it was there. I swear to God. I had no idea. I was like, dude, search my car. Like I need That's to get back to work. 
I need to get back oh, to work. I've been looking for that. It turns out th- I had a subwoofer in my car. They destroyed my subwoofer, looked in it. They dumped every bin oh, of cheese. Shit. It was 40 pounds of cheese shredded in my car that I was bringing back to Del Taco. Oh, my God. They dumped what did they every... Do with the cheese? What did they do with all the cheese? They dumped it on the side of the road to check the bins. They thought I was smuggling. No, but did they just leave a pile of fucking cheese on the side of the road? Yes, totally. The, the homeless in that city had a quesadilla mm-hmm. party you would not believe. Completely destroyed <laughs> my entire car, tore every Except panel off, everything. They just ate yeah. handfuls of shredded cheese. Well, obviously, they didn't find anything except that bag. No, sorry, I had a, one bag, but it was two half grams split in two separate baggies within the bag. Ooh, that's intent to sell. They yep. they charged me for intent to sell, trafficking, it, ooh, everything. Yeah, because it's in two bags. That's such bullshit. They pulled, you know what they also did? They took me to my home and they locked Zach up and they searched our entire house. My little brother, oh, Zach. I, didn't know oh. that, dude. I was barefoot. They took me in chains from my ankles to my fucking wrist for under one gram of cocaine in my car. Under one. That's fucking insane. Didn't they even do that without a warrant? Dude, I was young. I was 22. I was scared. I didn't Hard know what was happening. Too. Had no yeah. idea. The sheriff just, ended up just, coming just up. Just cooperate. Like, just cooperate. And said, and they tore our house apart. They sat Zach on the couch, fucking handcuffed him, everything. I don't think Dustin was home at the time. It was the worst of my life. They put me in wow. jail. Like, oh my God. Oh, even before I got to jail, they put me in the back seat and they decided to go out to eat while they kept me in the back seat. And, it, and the, the car got so hot and stuffy that I literally was on the floorboards of the car gasping for air did they go to del taco oh my god you know what's even worse they went to taco bell all this shredded cheese pretty wild end of the story though like i I ended up in jail of course i couldn't remember any other phone number except for mom's big disappointment of course i don't i don't really remember phone numbers these days yeah well this was 2012 Mm -hmm. 13 you know a little more yeah yeah it was hard i didn't remember a phone number except for mom's because she's had the same cell phone since i was 12 Mm -hmm. or something Call yeah. up mom. Huge disappointment. She bailed me out. They ended up, I ended up going to felony court for the three felonies, and they ended up going to a deferred judgment. I had to go to community service, do drug classes, yeah. and it's completely yeah, off my lucky. record. Completely yeah, off my their, record. They just want their money. The The district attorney came back to me from the judge like three times, like, bro, you're going to jail. And I was like, fuck that. I am fucking... Well, they love saying I, that. I am yeah. not a bad guy, dude. And I, I sent him back like three times. I couldn't hire a lawyer or anything. A lot of people mm-hmm. in jail aren't bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a bummer. It's a fucked up system. I haven't done, drug, done drugs since or anything, so... That's why they need to just legalize that shit. Yeah, it was just cocaine. It was just a little bit of cocaine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just a little cook. <laughs> that's a hell of a drug. That yeah, that's my story of police. Cocaine is gross. But at this it's point, so, I've, I, I've, weird. <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried a good number of substances, and I could tell you that you don't want no part of that shit. Yeah, you don't want no part of this. <laughs> I, I I saw you. I saw you into bad ones. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I saw you and uh, you, Ozzy, and Matt do cocaine when I was like 15, 16. What? Yeah, no. yeah. I no. think we were in like West Hollywood or something at that big house. Do you remember that big house? Totally, totally. Yeah. I don't think Matt was involved. There was some big party there, and I, I, 
I think it was a I think it was a toga I think it was a toga party from what I remember. It was a toga oh, party. Yeah, it was a classic toga party. Mm-hmm. How so was everyone, there? Everyone was so messed up on mushrooms. They ended up out, outside the apartment at two in the morning, like sword fighting. <laughs> I don't know where the swords came from, and I don't know where that girl came from that just showed up with um, a black electrical tape X's over her nipples, and yeah. that's all she was wearing. Yeah, she oh, thought yeah. she was at a rave or something. Like, no, you're what? <laughs> that was my date. But come on in. <laughs> come on. Yeah, pretty crazy though. Good story. Good stories. Good times. Well, speaking of famous drug addicts, welcome to the Frank Welcome Wonder Hour. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna turn my mic off for a minute now. Uh, Ozzy, I got a bone to pick oh, with you. Story time with Jesse. Uh oh. Got a boner yeah. for you? I I took a nap oh. today, and. Uh, Sounds awesome. I had I had a dream that we were driving in your van to in the through the old neighborhood, Rock and, and on your dash you had a printer built the into old the old Volkswagen dash. van again. And as we were driving, it was printing out photos of old ladies flashing their tits. Mm. And I said, "What is this? Some sort of old lady booby party?" And you uh-huh. said, "Yeah, what of it?" Yeah, yeah, so like, well, that dream. totally plays out. I, I believe just don't you. The way, like the way you talk to me about that. Well, I just don't know why you would ask such an obvious question. Like, of course it's an old lady titty party. What are you talking about? Why do you have pictures printing out as you're driving? Because uh, you can't have your phone out if the cops pull you over. I mean, if he was yeah, in that Volkswagen hard. bug, that's that's something from the future. Ozzy was just flexing well, on you. Like, oh, you want me to print photos mobile? Like, like, it was like an old dot matrix printer. It's like... <laughs> it's just pictures of old ladies flashing their tits. Nice, That's sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds like oh, a well, good time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't break down dreams or anything. I'm no mm. Sigmund Freud. Mm. Tell me about your relationship um, with your second and your. Tell second me about cousin. your relationship with your mother's titty flashing. Oh, <laughs> her only into that. <laughs> okay, well, I see Let's where this stems from. Hmm, the show, eh? I don't know. I didn't have anything after that. No, I, don't, I, I don't have anything there. Yeah. yeah, it was an honest question. The show, eh? <laughs> question mark? Okay, yeah, it is. A, it is the show. This is the Frank Welker Wonder Hour, the officially unofficial Frank Welker-based podcast. Hey, there we the go. The only Frank Welker-based podcast on the internet. You wanted the best, you get the best. Or... You wanted the only option. Uh, that's what you, you got. Me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My name's Ozzy. I'm Matt. And I'm Henry. Mm-hmm. And we are continuing our way, um, scrolling through Frank Walker's IMDb page, going entry by entry from the earliest up to today. We're talking a little bit about every single one. We're no experts or anything, but, you know, um, we're learning as we go, just like you, the audience. You know, we we... We don't know a lot about we don't know a lot about little things, but we know a little about a lot of things, right? Yeah. There you okay. go. Yeah, that sure. came out smoother than I thought it was gonna go. Because yeah, I was that's... started like three times before that. When it comes to the <laughs> Frank Welker, <laughs> you. you know, pedigree, I think you guys might be the experts. Uh, you, you know what? We're getting to that point for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. job. We need Good guys job. will definitely be his biographers. I think so. Or think if he so. has, like, don't they pay? His chagrin. <laughs> don't they pay for that? 
<laughs> so last week we talked about Cannonball Run 2, 1984. And we're still in 1984. Moving on to the next show, mm. which I was wa- actively watching when we started. Harold and his amazing story. green plants. Yeah, yeah. Here, should I start the timer now? Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Okay, ready? And beep, boop. There we go. That's right. We set a timer for an hour, and we see how much we could talk about in one hour per episode. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start with this propaganda, this leftist propaganda, Harold and his amazing green plants. <laughs> you uh, like that? You like an that animated short, <laughs> an animated short film by Disney in which a botanist Harold describes his unusual pet plant. Wouldn't call him botanist, call him a special needs kid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um definitely. That plays out. But also this was leftist propaganda for grooming. How so? Uh, eggplant emoji. I mean, eggplant right there. No, oh, Frank Walker voices the eggplant. Mm. Classic boner Ooh. emoji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank like... Walker voices the eggplant. Eggplant. Uh, okay, yeah. The eggplant means dick, right? Is that a yes. thing? Eggplant yeah. Sorry, I'm that's old. Like, I'm old and I, I don't understand social media all the time. But that's like oh, 30, 35 years from this day. They didn't know what they were in for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They were very... um phallic vegetables though so every time i texted you an eggplant with this little squirts after you didn't know what that meant oh i I (laughs) thought i knew what it meant but now i'm starting to question you're just hungry i thought (laughs) yeah i was hungry (laughs) 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 so is it it just general for dick or is it specific kind of dick or what what, what's i think it's general for dick yeah Yeah, just dongs in general yeah just just dongs okay why don't they make a dick emo- like emoji? I think somebody can make that. Why do we um, have to hide behind the eggplant? Because you have to design it. Yeah, yeah they're it not going to gonna like, design a dick emoji. The internet and give it to gotta, like Apple for their iPhones. Yeah, you got to submit it to. <laughs> um, well, you, you can give it ten years or something. I bet they will. Yeah, we're loosening up a little bit. We're also yeah. tightening up in a lot of ways. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird yeah. how the, the looser society gets also, on the other hand, the more tight it gets? So weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done <laughs> with this world. I'm ready to go out. Yeah, hey, okay. Can, can, cancel culture is going away. Save it for like... the show. Do it on the show, Matt. Yeah, yeah eventually. Uh, if things always boomerang around, so like it's going to go mm-hmm. real far in one end, and then all of a sudden it's going to be in the other end. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that has to do with even social media and all that stuff. I think it's going to diminish here in the next, within the next 10 years. Yeah, like it got it got too open that like it made some ultra conservatives. Exactly. Like people are like uh, yeah. I kind of want my privacy at this point, you know? Like yeah. they can't think to do anything but go the complete opposite direction. Yeah. And it's like uh, uh Donald Trump isn't the problem. He's a symptom of the problem. Truth. Mm-hmm. He's a product of what happened. Truth. We allowed that to happen. Yeah. Anyways, Somehow. back to this retarded kid and his plants. <laughs> So did you guys watch this? So what it is, let me, I'm just going to read. I'm just going to read the uh, synopsis here. Let me All get right. to it. Um, oh, wait, you already read this. It's not much yeah. of a synopsis. Okay. No, good. Honest. So because there's not much going on here, did you guys watch this? Uh, Matt, you said you watched three it. minutes of it. Well, yeah. okay. Halfway through is like three minutes in. I because it. it's only a six minute. Oh, I'm sorry. It's an eight minute video. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that, like, um, this is the kind of video that, like, 
you hope for in like the third grade on a rainy day in science mm-hmm. class. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. hope that the teacher's going to walk in wheeling one of those giant TVs those with a VCR TVs on the cart, yeah. Yeah. on the, the big teacher cart, has a hangover. Uh, piece, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or it's like a reel, those reel to reel things with the projector. Maybe a reel. Maybe you saw. Maybe, maybe a reel from like the seventies. Awesome. Unless you get the that teacher. really cool teacher that invests his own money in like a nice projector, and you're like, I fucking love Mr. Thomas or something. You're like, yeah. yeah, but you always you always find out he's fucking the kids. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. He's Mr. Got, Thomas, he's oh absolutely, Polaroids. he was. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah. Polaroids. And the school probably paid for those Polaroids. You know what, like, Jesse? He didn't just make property. up a name. This is a real person he referenced. Yeah, he was our eighth grade uh, woodshop teacher. <laughs> that, motherfucker threw, me, man. that motherfucker threw a power tool at me. It was a, it was a router or something. He sent me to fair, the principal's office it. a couple times for sure. He was such a dickhole. He was. Uh, but he was, he was also the same teacher who, like, in the eighth grade, in the seventh grade, approached me after school and he was like hey listen there's a rumor going around that some of these kids are gonna fuck you up after school i'm just gonna drive you home real quick oh yeah oh no way (laughs) no way and i was like huh yeah he's like they're talking about violent things your name's getting dropped all the time yeah Um, i'm gonna just drive you home and he drove me home yeah did he he show you his power tool Mm -hmm. (laughs) he threw it at me (laughs) (laughs) he slanged it at you he threw it at me. Yeah. Uh, he was always no, nice but, uh, to the girls, though. Oh, no. he was very he was nice to the girls. He was very yeah. creepy. Anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway. Sorry, anyway. sorry, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> so, I'm not. He's not. He died. He's dead. Oh, he's totally dead. He's totally dead. You guys no, are I old. Know. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, there's a, like an animation style to this, right? Like it's a certain style. It's You're very totally like, right. Uh, uh, Fucking what's that? Uh, Bill of Rights, that old t- you know. Oh, Schoolhouse Rock. Like, it looks yeah. like Schoolhouse Rock. I hate Conjunction, the I hate... Junction. What's your function, dude? I hate <laughs> the fucking style of this. Actually, with like the squiggly line. You know the squiggly line style. Oh, and the big giant pants. You know the huge yeah. legs. The jinkos. It's sort of like <laughs> a. It's kind of like a um. Weird boner. Oh. No, no, no. It's sort of derivative of what's his name? You know, the beatnik artist that always drew the big women and, you know. Um, huh? Crumb. Yeah, uh, Crumb. It yeah. reminds me a little bit of that style, but it's not exactly that. It reminds me of that fucking commercial um, for Tootsie Pop, you know? Yeah. How many licks does it take? The, the yeah, the Tootsie Al? Pop commercial, yeah. It might be the same animators, actually. Yeah, it might be. I don't like this style. It I makes really me don't. Feel like I need a shower. Yeah, it makes me feel like uncomfortable or like something needs to be clean mm. or redrawn or something. I you can't know? stand yeah. it, dude. One of the newer shows that took a like inherited that style was called Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, you're right. Yes. I, oh, yeah. It would make me sick watching it, dude. Yeah, because it looks like you're there's an earthquake constantly happening. It would drive me insane. Everyone loved that show, and I I just couldn't come uh-huh. around to it. The, even if it wasn't jittery with the lines, I, I wouldn't like the character design. Uh, it's just you know? it's just sort of flat, and boring, and it's, it's, it's like nothing, the no body and brown. The big giant legs that are all wrinkly pants. You know, oh yeah, yeah. and the colors are pretty awful. I mean, yeah. this is the but again, you expect nothing better from a school that you're shown in fourth grade science mm-hmm. class during yeah. a rainy day. That this is what this is exactly what you get. That type of production budget. 
if you were super lucky, you got a Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah. If you weren't quite as lucky, you got a Beekman's World. Oh, I love Beekman's World. Fuck you. Over Bill Nye? Yeah. No, no, he was the poor man's Bill Nye. Well, I was uh, poor, so... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, it was made for you. (laughs) Who was that rat guy that fucking hung out with him? I don't remember his rat. There was the rat and the the assistant. The The lady assistant. assistant. Yeah, right, right, right. I want no, you guys I to was... take a, a good look at the tomato, and then when we talk about the voice actors, you got to see the guy that voices the tomato. <laughs> I was just doing that, Marshall Efron. <laughs> I, I can't believe, for some reason, I can't believe it's not David Ketchum, because his last name is so close to Ketchup yeah. that they should have oh, just, yeah. based on his last name, uh, cast him as the tomato. They blew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but okay, the cast. Marshall Efron, David Ketchum, Hal Smith, Lou Horn, Will Ryan, and Frank Welker, and that's fucking it. Welker yeah. being the eggplant. Welker being the eggplant. But dude, Marshall Efron looks like a fucking tomato. He does look like a living tomato. <laughs> like a tomato person with a mustache. He's done a lot of stuff, this guy. He's been around for a long time. He was in yeah. THX 1138. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Have you guys ever seen yeah. that movie? Have you guys ever seen that movie? And like, I, I think I tried to. The, oh, yeah. like Robert Redford. No, it's not Redford. It's uh Duval. Yeah, Duval. Right? Yeah. Duval, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. In yeah, the remake, in I the remake. In the full feature. Anyway. Uh, it's fun. It's really boring, really slow and boring. It's hard to stay awake through. You got to have they, a pop or something. They hired um members of a of a cult to be uh extras in the movie cuz they all had shaved heads. No shit. Yeah, they just Har- talked Har- about Har- it on uh last podcast. Oh, cool! Uh, I must have missed that um, one. Were they Hari yeah. Krishnas? No, it was a cult called Synanon. Wow, that's uh, pretty cool. The guy who started it was the one that came up with the phrase "Today is the first day of the rest of your life." Really? Yeah. Huh. Anyways, wow. yeah, look at that fucking tomato guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a good cast for tomato. Hal Smith also kind of looks like a tomato. You know what? Frank Welker sort of looks like a tomato as well. All these guys have very tomato-ish qualities about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Hal Smith is more of a potato. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Frank, Frank Welker voices eggplant. And um, there, there's not much of a story. Really, it's more of a science lesson. The kid mm-hmm. is only around to prompt the characters to tell the next bit of science. Like to advance the plot. Yeah. To advance, yeah. Not even the plot, to, to advance the lesson, the science lesson. The lesson, yeah. 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 And that's kind of all it is. All it just it tells is. you how a plant is grown. That's it. Mm-hmm. This was aired on the Disney Channel, right? Because the yeah. version I saw had uh, the cold, like the, the um, interstitials. What do they call those? Yeah, the bumpers. The bumpers, yeah. The that was the coolest movie. thing about watching it, for sure. You could watch You could watch this short with Disney bumpers on it, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It sounds like kind uh, of this was maybe your guys' era of my era of the Magic School Bus. It's no? got sort of that same style. Like it it's kind of a kind learning of program. There's one lead character, which is, I forget her name, the teacher of Magic School Miss Bus. Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle, there you go. Yeah. That um, bitch. Yeah, that <laughs> stupid <laughs> ass bitch. Fucking hippie bitch. <laughs> um, Shrinking kids. That hottie. Well, but this wasn't a series. It was just a one-off. Eight Miss minutes Frizzle long. Can get it. Oh, sorry. There was nothing else involving Harold or his amazing green plants. But this was part of a series called um, 
on the Disney Channel called Ludwig's Think Tank. That explains the um, that's sort of like the um, the lesson here, the educational nature of this movie. Mm-hmm. This short. Yeah, it must have been. It must have been. Um, a collection of educational shorts or something. There, there is an entry for Ludwig's think tank on IMDb, but it doesn't have any plot. It doesn't really have any information at all. Yeah, I mean it's only eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing much to say about it. I like Ludwig. Yeah, Ludwig we spent more time talking Ludwig about Ludwig von Duck. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> isn't it funny how like um, even like Disney thought it was a good idea to make cartoon characters about the Nazi scientists that like we kidnapped after World War II and stuff like that. Like an Operation Paperclip. It's, like, <laughs> it's just like kind of funny. That they're like, man, we need to make a scientist duck. I know. Why not make him one of those captured Nazi scientists? One of those, <laughs> one of Walt Disney's old Nazi friends. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, dude, maybe that has something to do with it. Oh fuck. Um. Yeah. So they got that. All right, moving on. They got that paper. Cl- <laughs> they got that paperclip scientist character Ludwig von Duck. <laughs> no, yeah. not moving on. Do you guys on. shut up, Matt? Um, uh, Bob Kurtz is the director of Harold and His Amazing Green Plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that all you have to say, Matt? Is mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh, well, Bob Kurtz has done a lot of fun stuff. Most notably, him and his team were the animation department behind Mr. DNA in Jurassic Park. Bingo. Dino, Dino DNA. DNA. <laughs> That's fucking great. And not only did they do that, but um, the company called Kurtz and Friends Animation, um, they did work on a bunch of movies, actually. Like, they did animation for, like, movie title screens and stuff. Like, uh, the bit in Jurassic Park, but also animation sequences in Four Rooms, the opening to City Slickers 2, the opening to Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, the animation portion. Oh, wow. uh, Stuff like that. I miss those animated openings to movies. I know, yeah. These feel like some of the last were happening around like the mid '90s, you know. The last good one was Catch Me If You Can. Oh, you're right. That was oh, a real yeah. good one. Yeah. Do, 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 it was a real do, good do, one. Do, I like that do, opening do, 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 do. a lot. I like that movie a lot. It's been a while. I haven't seen it in a while either. Um, you guys catch you guys catch uh, um, Fablemans? Either? No, not yet. Any I want to. I want to see it. Yeah, I really do too. Anyway, I did see David Lynch's uh, cameo in it as Tom as uh, John Ford. I did funny. not know he had. A, I did not know he had that cameo. That's pretty yeah. cool. But um, yeah, and Bob Kurtz, the team has worked with Spielberg uh, a little bit, a little bit. Little bit. Do you guys um? Do you guys hole. fucking know Dino DNA? You know? Do you guys know the story of Greg Burson? The voiceover actor that did that dino, that fucking Mr. DNA? No. No. Do you want to just bring that up on Wikipedia right now and we could kind of talk about this a little bit? I want to just have, I want to hear you guys discover this shit for yourself. Is he like a murderer? (laughs) Uh, So Wikipedia, Greg Burson, B-U-R-S-O-N, Greg Burson. Legal issues. Oh, I already know it's going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> let me just let me just henry skipped ahead oh, but dead. but this guy oh. listen this guy he was best known he, he was a replacement voice actor for Dawes butler and mel blanc following their deaths in like the oh, late wow. 80s like Pretty he was deal. the one that 
he was the one that took right over for for things like Yogi Bear and shit and Bugs Bunny and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Anyway, holy shit! I skipped ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, you guys I'm, go, I'm you guys go ahead. No, you guys go oh. ahead. <laughs> All right, fine. Let me do it. Go for it. <laughs> go for it. Uh, All right, hold on. I gotta. His yeah. career came to a screeching halt. By the way. <laughs> Why? Why? Is why he hasn't gone on to do uh, more work outside of the '90s, really, and um, that kind of stuff. Mm. Okay, I'll read it from yours because I was looking at he's in May 2004. Burson's career ended when he was arrested by detectives after barricading himself inside his home in Tijunga. Tijunga. Where's Tijunga? Tijunga. Tijunga. I don't know. For six hours, you Henry. <laughs> the, it was fucking the opposite end of the get some of them jalapenos <laughs> jalapenos <laughs> initial reports have claimed that an armed SWAT team had responded to a call from two of his female roommates he has two female roommates or had yeah. that he had that uh, that he was drunk armed and holding a third female roommate hostage Burson also s- screamed a stream of nonsensical words at the police when they were alerted to his home. Officers later discovered that Burson had a collection of guns in his home. One officer said he was so drunk we couldn't tell if he was trying <laughs> if he was trying to do one of his voices or if he was just slurring his words. <laughs> officer Rudy Villarreal confirmed that all three women involved in the incident lived with Burson, but none of them were harmed. The incident caused Burson to be blacklisted for the rest of his life. So he got so no. drunk, he got blacklisted in the 80s? Damn. I love How drunk that. Is that? No, this was not in the 80s. This was in... Oh, um, 2004. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, okay. Dude, oh, I love the detail that he was so drunk that the police officers, like, what they were hearing was him shouting at them and, like, drunk slurred, like, Bugs Bunny, half Bugs Bunny talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, half, do- <laughs> half, half this- ass doing, like... um you know, Pepe Le Pew or something like that. <laughs> there's there's more details. Among the okay. guns, they also found several large bags of shredded cheese. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a second. I knew it. Was, this guy was totally shredded cheese. Those sh- cheese bags are fucking sus, man. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, he died at the age of 59 due to complications from diabetes and arteriosclerosis it's a hardening of the veins i think word it's probably because of all the alcohol yeah i'll do it and all the alcohol was because of depression and all the depression was because of losing voice work and all the voice work loss was because of depression and all the depression was because of alcohol fucking sick cycle Mm -hmm. man Bingo. Diabetes. Diabetes. I eat so much because I'm sad, and I'm sad because I eat so much. Pretty it's a much. vicious cycle. <laughs> oh, so that's pretty wild, oh, guys. Just guy. saying. Uh, the voice of uh, Mr. DNA. Who knew? I didn't. Maybe. I'm sure somebody did. These cops knew. Hey, those, you know those what three I girls, just Those three <laughs> female roommates knew about it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars trivia. I oh. just learned why there is no Blu-ray version of the original trilogy. Why? How do you mean? 
there's no Blu-ray version of the original trilogy. The no, there's no longer going to be any. Are you talking of about cut? Are you talking releases. about all the many different cuts, or yeah, all the many different cuts? They don't because, want anything because I own the original the... trilogy on Blu-ray. Well, it's not. It's it's not the original cut though. It's not the original version. Okay. The okay. original version was edited by his George Lucas's wife at the time. Correct. Uh, part of the divorce settlement is that he paid alimony, child support, and royalties because of her work in editing Star Wars. I think like the whole um, scene between mm-hmm. Obi Wan and, and and Vader was like her idea to edit into the movie and like all the stuff that was cut. So anyway, she had so much of an impact on that on that final version that she was granted royalties in the divorce. So what George Lucas does is he releases the special editions mm. so that, I don't know, some legal way, he doesn't have to pay royalties They're not technically her, her cuts anymore. Because they're not her cuts anymore, yeah. That's yeah, so I didn't, fucked I up. I can see that happening. Get any money. Now, I don't, now with Disney owning the original uh, cut of the film, I don't know how that's going to play out since they don't, you know, they don't to, owe her anything. Try to get your legally. money now, you hoe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's an interesting thing, you know. I, first of all, yes, she is the reason. She is a major reason that Star Wars works in the first right. place. Right. Now, from from accounts that I've heard, mm-hmm. um, it was a big fucking mess when it went into the editing room, and no Not one knew true. what to do. No one knew what to do with it. You know, no one knew how to even cut it. And that's why there were so many editors listed, I think, in the credits. And she managed to figure it out. She managed to cobble together cool what lot. little he had and make a movie out of it, which was, like, one of the most impressing things about that production. Yeah. Um, thank God he got rid of that, and he did the new versions with the CGI Banthas, because however, those are the better versions. People complaining, <laughs> people complaining about Star Wars changing, you know? Right. It's kind of baseless. It's sort of baseless because what change are you talking about exactly? He's been changing the fucking original movie since 1979 re-release in theaters. Oh fuck you, it's my movie. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying like you can't <laughs> yeah. it, it's been changed so many times you can't go and say like, "Oh, this was the one time it was changed that it got messed up." You can't mm-hmm. really do that. It's hard yeah. to do. Like they changed the co- they changed the color um, over the course of it being re-released in theaters over like ten years in the seventies and eighties. They mm-hmm. changed the color. They re re-edited effects and cleared up the boxes around the X wings when they're going into like the Death Star run. They changed the sound of the fucking crate dragon call that Obi Wan makes. You know, to oh, scare away the Jawas. Yeah. Oh, there are. 18 different versions of that sound because every time they'd re-release it that would get a little changed little Uh stuff like that that no one really notices was being changed for 20 years before the fucking re-releases came out or whatever that pissed everyone Uh off the the most upsetting thing about those re-releases is the new footage they added with the cg Mm -hmm. the like the the solo Java scene. Oh, the that's the worst scene. goddamn oh, scene. That's <laughs> emblematic of of the biggest problem. First of all, oh god, I don't it even. It just looks like a cutout. Oh, we're running out Solo. the clock. They're like dragging it looks him like and lifting a, him up. Not, uh, regardless <laughs> of how it looks, here's what it here's what it does, you guys. There's a reveal in Star Wars of the Millennium Falcon. They run into Docking Bay 94. Luke Skywalker sees it and he says, "That's a piece of junk," you know. 
And yeah. that's the reveal of the Millennium Falcon in the movie, and it works as a beat in the movie. If yeah. you show it five minutes before when he's in there, and it's right fucking there behind him the whole time. Yeah. You, you think just you can make a better it. Star Wars movie? You not, fucking make not it. Not only... <laughs> Not only did you make a new useless scene, but you ruined another scene that didn't even have anything to do with it. Like, anyway. Damn, you got fired up, dude. <laughs> you did get fired up. I was like, what the hell did I do? Shit. You started talking about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Anyway. We got on Star Wars all of a sudden. I don't even know. No, no, I've been holding on to that little factoid like for a week because I wanted to throw it in and it's kind of like a wrench. I knew Son this was going to happen. It was great. <laughs> I have another one about the Ninja Turtles, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk. We're going to be talking about the Ninja Turtles, guys. If you want to move on. Oh, spoilers! Just saying. As long as I'll save it. Talk then. about Velma. Oh. I don't want to talk about Velma. Really. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how you sat through as many episodes as you did. I couldn't do fifteen minutes. I watched. I watched like three or four episodes. Yeah. I watched two. I was Maybe out four. after that. No, it's not. It's not good. It's it. It's okay. It's not as it's so. It's getting fucking blasted online unfairly by a, a clearly a bunch of like people that have it's like a hate train now. People that people hate that train. have diff, people that have different problems outside of the problems in this show are bashing this show, and then now it ended up on IMDb. It's got a one point four star out of ten, and I think that is just not true. Absolutely not true. The worst part is just boring. That's all. I mean, that's the main thing. It's just boring. It not if if you're rating this a one star out of ten, either you're on some, you're on something, and you're just like looking <laughs> to hurt people, you know? Uh huh. Or you just haven't seen enough fucking stuff. I actually think life. the animation's uh, very nice. I think it looks really good. It's just, it's just. I like not the designs, great. but I don't, I don't really like the animation, like the f- kind of flash style. I don't think there's enough movement. You know, mm. I didn't really appreciate that. Yeah, I like the hallucinating scenes and that kind of stuff. The hallucinating scenes are fun. It gives an it gives the show an opportunity to bring us monsters, which I think is already majorly lacking in this show. I want to see monsters, or at least people pretending to be monsters. Is that yeah. wrong? Out of out of a Scooby Doo related no, fucking show? No, what you want is small dick jokes, dude. I, you know what? I, uh... <laughs> It's so upsetting that it, the most upsetting thing is that before this show came out, uh, uh, all the producers and creators were just doing interview after interview talking about how socially aware this show is and how they felt like they wanted to like change social norms. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Which is great. Like if you want to do that, that's fucking awesome. But if you want to not do it and fucking lie about it, that's not awesome. Yeah. Anything you can't, say we're going to totally go invent a new game and and play a new game but remain in the old ballpark you can't do that that doesn't work yeah what are you what are you doing exactly and you can't say oh you can't make fun of this but we could continue to make fun of you know um men that are burdened by toxic masculinity that feel uh, inadequate cuz they have a smaller dick yeah Fuck you guys! Like that's some that's some double edged that's some double edged sword bullshit. Yeah, and and make a joke about a girl having like uh, big roast beef lips or something. Yeah, absolutely. Then there'd be lots you know of that, hubbub about it. You know what it. that is? Bottom line, body shaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Don't we have a problem with this? Is don't we, don't we as society have a Isn't problem with body problem? shaming, yeah. or yeah. or am I wrong, or are you guys all full of shit? I think it's, it's maybe the latter. You're shaming some uh, something where a person has no control over it, <laughs> just like race incredible. or anything else. It's, Which it's, you know is... what? It, yeah, you're right. You're right. The most incredible thing to me is that they're contradictory about it. Yeah, is that they're saying they're not going to do it. They're saying that that's not what's happening and then they're doing it you know well it's like you were saying earlier if it was equal on all fronts then it'd be fine but it's it's not mm -hmm. so i don't i didn't like any of the characters however if you give the show a chance and let the characters develop which they sort of do over the course of the show um velma has some some pretty hardcore like viewpoints on society that um things happen in the show and actions happen and she sees characters doing things and she kind of starts to question herself and why she is thinks you know these things and she's she's um kind of changing her opinion on, on how uptight she is about you know yeah feminism and uh, all that all those plot points which i could appreciate it's not just them totally railing against things yeah. You know, there there is some character development where these characters are saying some bad things and learning some lessons, and that maybe that's not true. And I like that. Um, I don't like that there's no Scooby-Doo. No one can have a dog in the show. You can't even put a dog. Don't even make him talk. Just put a fucking dog. <laughs> it's not that hard. Give the character yeah. a fucking dog. That'd be s s suitable, satisfying. It's not like Mindy Kaling... Is a, is a bad writer. She she is a great writer. She's written she, a she, lot of good stuff. She yeah. did most of the series of The Office. Like her in so, so, that, like yeah, I don't know. She she's Mindy, a good writer. Mindy Kaling is an unfair target because she is not this show's creator. No, it's or a, the writer. It's a white man that wrote and created this show, which makes it feel like pandering, even more so. Mm hmm. To any anything that they try to get at is just straight up pandering, and they're also making fun of the viewers. Yeah, constantly. Nope. There was a joke where they were talking about weed and like, oh no, I'm not a pothead. You know what potheads do? The, all potheads are, are adults that still like cartoons. And then Velma basically looks into the camera, like at you, the viewer. Yeah. And I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you are you made an adult show and said this is for adults. Kids can't watch this. I had to kick my kids out of the fucking room to watch the show. Yeah. And they're mm -hmm. like, what do you mean? It's Scooby-Doo. I was like, I can't explain it. I don't know. I'm sorry, children. <laughs> they were oh, crestfallen. It's, just, it's <laughs> the same thing that you were talking about before, where it's these nostalgia things that have been made so adult that you can't mm -hmm. have your kids enjoy it either. It sucks. I can't. I don't know who it's for. Actually, yeah. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Who it's for? Because it makes fun of like the people that it seems like they intended to watch it, and then they do hack bullshit. Like they think they're really shaking things up by uh, you know I could hear in the writers' room they're talking about like okay, um, describe Shaggy to me. Well, okay, uh, he's a white guy. Okay, good. Uh, he's a stoner. Okay, good. Let's make him not white and not a stoner. Yeah. It's like, really? That's it? That's all you got? <laughs> and not yeah, we'll Shaggy either. He's not we'll even flip Shaggy. This, flip this table over, you know. <laughs> 30 minutes in. Well, a little less such... than 30 minutes in. Anyways, so that was Harold anyway. and his amazing green plants. Harold <laughs> <laughs> and his amazing green plants. I want to give a quick need, PSA of some crackles. I need an amazing green plant right now is what I need. 
<laughs> What's up? Just quick, chill quick, out. Quick PSA of the crackling behind Ozzy's microphone. He's in I'm Chicago, sorry. bro. He he has to run his heater and it crackles. I've been I'm there. Cold. I'm cold now. He's freezing. <laughs> Get over it. Oh, yeah, thought... sorry. This thing I sounds like a someone... Mack truck and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I thought someone just had one of those shaky things behind him that they use in concerts. Damn it. You know what? If I, I if I put my gate if I put my set my gate too high, my voice comes out terrible. So you're just gonna have to fucking deal. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to explain. I, I yep. understand. I've been uh -huh. there and I I get it. I could Good. go turn it off, but then by the end of the hour, like my toes are going numb. Yeah, it's. Cold. I don't. I don't even hear it anymore. <laughs> I'm so Good. used to it. It's hard um, for me to spot. Anyway, guys. So Bob Kurtz. Was an interesting guy. He had an interesting career, and he he early in his career he did this Harold and his amazing friends thing. Oh, before that, um, he was doing he was working with George Carlin. By the way, he was doing like animated segments of George Carlin bits for some show, which is kind of oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, and I think he he's is he also the guy that I saw worked with. Um, maybe that's a different guy. Never mind. Never mind. Let's move on, guys. Gotcha. All right. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. So I, I have to load back IMDb for their stupid bullshit new way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, back to I hate it. But, um, Where am I now on IMDb? Oh, geez. From Harold and his amazing green plants onto fucking shit. Wolf, Wolf Rock Wolf. TV. Wolf, Wolf Rock, Rock TV, TV, where he voices the character Bopper. 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 Who is uh, a parrot. It's a parrot that hangs around on Wolfman Jack's shoulder. This is a cartoon about Wolfman Jack. How fucking crazy it's is a, that? It's Who's in, Wolfman in the Jack? middle of the 80s. Wolfman in the middle Jack of the 80s. was one of the... Do you really not know, Henry? Are you, yeah, I honestly don't know. Uh, I honestly. Really? Okay, okay. I'm just curious, yeah. He Just was shocking. like the original Howard Stern. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sort um, of on, on the cutting edge, talking about things that he probably shouldn't be talking about, like well, secret yeah, yeah. about drugs and stuff. And He was also playing rock and roll for the kiddies, you know, yeah. when, when rock and roll was like um, brand new, kind of. Yeah. Uh, he oh. was based in like um, somewhere in like Central California. If you watch so, American Graffiti, he has a great part in American Graffiti where he plays I was gonna, himself. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Have you ever seen that movie, Henry? No. It's oh, really good. It's great movie. Fucking great. It's really fucking good movie. Maybe one of George Lucas's best movies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in ways better than Star Wars. Like, it's it's really good. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway, uh, Wolfman Jack plays a big part. His radio show is going on through the course of that whole movie, you know? And uh, yeah. he's actually in it, the real Wolfman Jack. So, Henry, you would, maybe you'd know he kind of talked like this, Hepcats. Hey, I'm Wolfman Jack. Oh, uh, that's know? what I was going to say. Like, hey, can we play like a clip or something? But you, no, you don't need to. I just did it fucking flawlessly. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. It, it was wow. uncanny. All right. All right. <laughs> but I uh, you but Wolf... started playing a clip. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh -huh. uh, this isn't available anywhere, is it? It's not. This is a lost TV show. Yeah, it sure seems I cannot yeah. find too much footage on YouTube. Just some so stills. So some stills. You can't. Yeah. But they they don't even have a cover of the like VHS or anything. It's from the Color Activity book. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's got even got a little price sticker on it. <laughs> from like <laughs> from like Tower Records or something. I don't clip. know. 
there is a one minute clip. Yeah, I found a one I think minute. Maybe clip. it's a promo or something. If we could watch a promo, that'd be cool. Well, there's I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, that first one up there. Yeah, I just played I just it actually. In. The it's just stills. Oh, it's nothing. Oh. Yeah. My mom always tells me she called up Wolfman Jack one time and she was too afraid to say anything, so she just giggled the whole time and he was like, wow. What the fuck? <laughs> what the what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I've I've never heard the Wolfman Jack like radio show. I only know him through like Amer- things like American Graffiti. Yeah, and best pop culture way to hear and stuff watch like that. American Graffiti. Probably. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Wolfman Jack. He's a classic, and he's been imitated over the years. Like they've they've been doing imitations of him for like radio disc jockeys a lot. Um, is he- oh, is that why? Um, there's that um, that disc jockey in uh, Res- Reservoir Dogs. It's sort of like a homage to nice. K Billy's K Billy Super no. Sounds of the Seventies. <laughs> K Billy, yeah, K Billy. I, I think Stephen Wright did the voice for that. It he definitely like did. Yeah. yeah, it is. I don't know if that was specifically on Wolfman Jack. Who knows? Because well, yeah, uh, yeah. his was like, that was K. Billy's super. Well, yeah, but no, it's, it's still kind of like an homage to the, like, the idea of the disc jockey. Oh, there was True. a bunch of guys like right. that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um... I feel like I heard a bit of the theme song online somewhere. It's really lost media, man. It, you it's... really can't find any of this stuff. So from what I understand, everything I read about it, what it was supposed to be was sort of like a total request live of its yeah. time. So it wasn't, it was just a cartoon was the wraparound segment. And what they wanted to do was feature music videos and real live action bands and stuff. Sort of like, his radio show actually went except now it's the MTV generation and he's a cartoon and you know, and their idea was to keep this going with the wraparound and just plug in the new artist as the, as the years went by. Cause they thought this would be on TV for decades. And yeah. you know, in, in the nineties you're plugging in uh, fucking in sync videos or something. So, um, but it only lasted for like seven episodes. <laughs> I'm going to drop a clip in the Discord. And if you go to 17 seconds, it plays a little clip of, of the promo. I, th- I think I, um, I might be on the same video. Okay. Oh, okay. Music video Let's show. Yeah, that's Rock it. TV. Can you dig it? The Mighty Orbots, Turbo Teen, Dragon Slayer, Wolf Rock TV. That was it. Saturdays this fall. That was okay. it, dude. That's like okay. the only piece of media Can you dig surviving. It? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love doing Wolfman Jack voice. Hey, all you out there, rock and roll land. Uh, it sounds like the Pretty announcer good, to Cool Borders. Oh, cool shit. Borders. Or, no, no, no. Sorry, not Cool Borders. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Oh, crazy Taxi. Yeah. Fuck, I have a Crazy Taxi. Let's go for a ride. Uh-huh. When did Wolfman Jack die? Let's see. Oh, there's a whole story describing that. Where did I see it? I think it is IMDb. His, uh, his IMDb page has a lot of, about it. Yeah, man. He he was such a big deal back in the day. 
I really love that like um 50s and 60s rock and roll was so tied into um monsters and horror. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. like you, you know it, they were just intrinsic for some reason. What does that do to the popularity of shows like The Monsters and I bet it helped I'm, or... I'm sure it boosts, you know. Cuz that was all about, you know, there was the monsters of that, was, you know of the monsters. <laughs> No, no, no! Of like this uh, horror aesthetic that became oh. so popular in this time frame. Yeah, like the horror rock and roll aesthetic. The rock and roll stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it was just like rock was big with the young kids, and like what you know, Universal had pumped out all their monsters by that point, right? I think. Mm-hmm. I guess in the '60s they were in the middle of like Hammer horror, with, with all the Universal monsters getting like a revised in ways also right? there's probably Holy like that nostalgia that circles around huh yeah and those hammer horror versions were very much like the you know the teen teens loved them and stuff right so right. if you go to wolf they were Jack's very violent IMDb, for their time uh one of his credits is he he's on the return of bruno a documentary about the major influence that a 60s rock singer named bruno had on rock music and bruno is played by another none other than bruce willis <laughs> oh, Remember when he this album, Return of Bruno? Wow, no kidding. In 1987. Yeah, it's like a mockumentary. There's like stills where it's Bruce Willis. I've heard of this. One of the Beatles. I've totally heard of this from something. I've definitely Dude. heard of Bruce Willis um, being referred to as Bruno. Ringo stars in it. John this Bon Jovi. Is, this is oh, why I, I know him. Know him. I just watched the weird, you know, weird the Al Yankovic story. He's a huge character in that movie. Who? Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. He's True like that. his the protege, like the or not the yeah. protege, the guy who makes no, weird our no, protege. No, Jesse, Jesse. No, you're thinking of. I'm um, sorry, but you're thinking of Doctor Demento. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. It says timeline, it says though. here Wolfman Jack is portrayed by Jack Black in the 2022 satirical biopic Weird: The Al Yankovic Story. He is portrayed oh, yeah. he, as a rival of Doctor Demento. He yeah. was by he Rain was, Wilson. Yeah, well, Dr. Demento was played by Rain Wilson, and Dr. Demento is the guy that took Weird Al under his wing. Gotcha. And, got, and Dr. Demento is the one that got Weird Al his first radio play. Was Wolfman Jack with, in that party with, that they go to? Where... I, you know what? Uh, also, I watched that movie. You're talking about the movie with Harry Potter? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, I also remember that, like... Harry Potter! They put Weird Al's first song <laughs> on the Dr. Demento show <laughs> as there you go. You're welcome. Uh, my, my Bologna. Mm-hmm. But I could have sworn that the first song he got played on the show was Another One Rides the Bus, like the Queen song. Well, that's what they portray at the party that they go to when he is like, make up a song on the spot. Oh, I fucking love that movie. I've watched it like three times already. Yeah, yeah, I dude, watch it's it's a good one. It's a good one. I haven't seen it yet either. It's really well done. Anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I will <laughs> watch Return of I will watch Return of Bruno if I could find it. Oh, Canon Video canon have something to do with this yeah man oh oh man I saw I, Phil collins is in it too i just he get is. sad about thinking about bruce willis or steven guy. stills is in it he's doing fine financially bruce willis is, yeah he's kind of still killing it with his disorder his vod stuff yeah he's working it yeah he sure is he's taking he's taking that disorder and he's fucking working it mm-hmm. and somehow he's made it work <laughs> like <laughs> Because nowadays I see him show up on social media just like doing 
regular guy stuff, and I'm like, oh, I fucking love Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like somehow he like turned it back around. Anyway. Yeah. More American got- graffiti. You know what? I've never seen left. that. Yeah. More American graffiti. He was in that yeah. as well. Not really worth it. No. Uh-uh. Um. Who who comes back for it? Oh. Not many. Paul Paul Lamatt comes back. And yeah. Ron Howard at some point it says I have a I have the vinyl uh, soundtrack for American Graffiti uh, autographed by Paul Lamatt. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I also love Paul Lamatt in the Puppet Master movie. What? Hmm? What Puppet Master movie? Like the Puppet, Puppet Master not, Dark Full Moon Entertainment? Yeah, that's right. Not the one with Donald Sutherland. Not the one with Donald Sutherland. Like the no, 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 Puppet Snatchers. Master. Not Puppet Masters. Not the Body Puppet Snatchers. Mas- Puppet Master. Oh, Puppet Master. Oh, damn, I love that time, fucking Henry. movie. We got 15 minutes left. We could we could use it spending to talk about Full Moon damn. Entertainment. That shit's fucking awesome. Full Moon Entertainment is awesome. Ooh, I got ooh, I've got um uh Charles Band biography uh-huh. in my Audible right now that I'm dying to skip. Oh, that's started awesome. On. Oh, nice. Yeah, I cannot wait for that. I bet it's really good. Charles Band has done some crazy awesome stuff. <laughs> Remember when he used to do like the uh those those like intros to the movies on the VHS tapes? Yeah, those are great with the with the light under his head, you know? Yeah, or was it after? It was after the movie, then there would be like a full moon. Yeah, yeah, like he talked about upcoming releases. Campfire flashlight under his chin or something. (laughs) I don't remember that, but I I, I, I kind of remember that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And we just lost uh, Albert Pune. Who's Albert Pune? He he directed a bunch of the um, full moon uh, movies. He did Cyborg. Oh, cool. Um, He did, uh, what's the Tiny Man? One, doll man, doll man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that doll, actor! Yeah, He's like man. a character actor, and he was really big on those and like '80s action movies. That's right. He did a whole oh, bunch yeah. of full moon movies. Oh man, uh, it says Wolfman Jack was in, uh, starred as Reverend Billy in the movie Motel Hell, which is on my list of like old '80s horror movies that I really need to see. Because for oh, some yeah. reason, seems like people have been talking a lot about that movie as of like the last couple years. Yeah, I, I guess maybe it's. It. I've never seen it, and I never even really heard about it until recently. Well, Mo- and now it just seems like everyone's talking about Motel Hell. Oh, Motel Hell! Okay. And I've never seen it, and I'd really like to. Yeah, I haven't either. Anyway, um, anyway, you guys. know what I did watch today for this just for this episode? I oh. watched Rose Petal Place. Hmm. Hmm. Are you trying to get us to move on, Henry? I don't. Well, sort of a little bit because 1984. <laughs> I need Rose, Rose hey, pedal place. By the way, real quick, um, if you look at the user reviews for Wolf Rock TV, there's one uh, review. I'm sorry, there's two, but there's one that's worth reading. Ooh. And uh, it's a guy from 2007 that worked on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. The title is Gulp. I worked on it. My first Gulp. job out of art school was Gulp. on Wolf Rock TV. The whole crew knew it was bad, but what could we do? We were hungry. The best thing we learned through that summer was that if we wanted to escape the lameness, we were going to have to work really hard to get a job at a different studio. (laughs) I have to say, though, that it was a time when there were very few opportunities for artists just starting out in the business. I met people at that studio that I still see around the studio 20 years later. We were all just beginners. It it was a non-union shop, too, and there were strikers outside of the building for a while trying to get everyone to join or quit. 
The yeah. summer. This, is, this, is this was apology. the summer of 1984. That's kind of cool. <laughs> one yeah. star though. He gave he gave it one star. He gave it ten. one star uh, based on his own work. I guess. Based on his own work. That's uh, imposter syndrome, isn't it? Like this guy's dealing with some real dang I uh, think so. issues. Maybe. <laughs> like, fucking 30 years later, he's still dealing with this shit. Like, oh, I'm so sorry I made that. Yeah, he's got to like, talk about for it. For some people, yeah, maybe, like, it was a great uh, thing. You know, like, if somebody caught, if it was available, maybe, like, the intro uh-huh. or something, it would really bring back some memories for them, the way that we've been doing here for 40 fucking hours now. True, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this guy's apologizing for that shit. Yeah, I know. He doesn't, what a, he doesn't what a, know. What a dick. He doesn't know. He doesn't know exactly what he put out into the universe. He doesn't quite get it, I mm-hmm. guess. And then he puts out this review out in the universe, too. Oh, just bashing his own work. And he first sent it down. what he went on to do. He never said. Never said. Okay, guys. All right. All right. 1984, Rose Petal Place. I liked it. Walker voices many, a few different He does a lot. Yeah. Uh, Seymour, Forrest, and what's the other one? He did The Tree. He did... Um, he did the narrator that was talking during the live action the narrator? scene as well. I'm almost yeah. positive that the, was him. The, the Even though he's not. Kick. Oh. Yeah. There's only three credits on the IMDb. Seymour, Dee Dee, and Horace. I understand yeah. I understand that, but uh, you hear him more than that. You hear and by the that. way, oh, I gotcha. D, I, by the way, from what I was able to gather, Dee Dee isn't the name of a character. What does it stand for? B D. There's a there's a character that's um he's like a high school uh athletic coach. And he's uh, Oh a, yeah, um, the main caterpillar dude. Yeah, yeah. He's a caterpillar and he's called his character is called he's... initials B D Caterpillar. And I think B-Caterp- someone miswrote it here and wrote D D D E E D E E. And D mishear it? D D is not a name that came up in the show. No, because I there's even you could look so this was a book series as well. This was a book series as well, and they've got all the characters printed out in their books with their names and descriptions next to them. Gotcha. And the, I guarantee you the Caterpillar is called BD, initials, Caterpillar, or something like that. I like the animation. It's really good, really smooth. Yeah. So, yeah, the Coach Caterpillar guy and the Fly that hangs around my henchman yeah what's her name uglino or something um <laughs> nastina nastina yeah, it's, it's these it's characters the old, that were born uh, yeah it's the old jewish uh ladybug old jewish ladybug yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely oh dude that's another thing guys is the character design wasn't great because i thought it was a ladybug too and then i thought to myself about like actual nature and i thought like why is a ladybug the villain of a rose garden ladybugs are introduced into rose gardens to help the roses yeah, exactly. by eating aphids and shit why did they yeah. make it a ladybug it's not a ladybug it's supposed to be a spider it's supposed to be a widow spider oh, what and i know mm-hmm. that they fucked yeah, up that, on that somehow that's that dynamic too, the spider and the Lady fly. Burger spider, they definitely yeah. made her Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a fun character. Uh, is who's who plays her? Okay, uh, Marilyn Marilyn Schreffler. Schreffler. We've definitely talked about before. Her name. Her name's come up in different animations and stuff. She's done a lot of voiceover work. And she was in Jaws the Revenge. Jaws the Revenge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the music's not bad either. 
No, the music That's is good. There's a, there's a song, right? That the the um, she performs it a couple of times. There, it's it's uh, Mary Osmond, true. right? Mary Mary Osmond. Mary yeah. Osmond, yeah. Yeah, famous Mormon. Famous <laughs> Mormon. Yeah, she looks like a ladybug. She's got ladybug colors. I thought that too. They shouldn't have painted her red with black fucking spots. That was a bad I move. always knew she was a spider because of things like that. Oh, yeah. All the spider web. All the spider webs. Uh-huh. Yeah. In, inside has... her lair, when she's playing the piano too, she's surrounded by spider webs. You take... also I watched this. I watched also, it. Also, I eat legs like an arachnid, not like an insect. Mm, it kind of looks legs. like that uh, first boss from the Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck video oh, game from the Sega. You're right. You're absolutely right. From uh, Castle of Illusions. Castle of Illusions, correct, yeah. Reminds absolutely. me of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much. I mean, I know that was maybe 20 years later, but very reminiscent of it. <laughs> of Welker doing a stereotype. <laughs> yeah. What's, it's, what's weird about this is it intercuts with uh, live action in the beginning with Nicole Eggert as the little girl. As a little girl, yeah, yeah, there's just that one scene to set up the whole concept, and it's that a girl had to move away from her um, super childhood beautiful home. flower garden that was at her childhood home, and she was so sad that no one would take care of the flowers that, like, a single tear that she shed um, brought the flower garden to life so they were able to take care of themselves or something like that. The only the only threat they have is Uglino or whatever the fuck. Nastina. Nastina. Right. Put some respect love, on that name. <laughs> I love that these I love that there there's like um these characters that were like named destined to become some kind of villain. Like you can't not become a villain being named Nastina. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely you're definitely, you're Nastina, definitely you're gonna become a garden. bitchy villain. <laughs> Don't name him <laughs> Nastina. Anyway, um what else do you there's a lot to talk about here. There really there really is, you guys. Um did you know? <laughs> here we go. This <laughs> hang on. This shit was created by uh David Kirshner. Dude. Or super producer. Super producer David Kirshner. Responsible for Chucky. And... Yes, correct. Fucking crazy! Like this was his first try at making a. He actually they actually tried to make a toy series here. This was for a toy series, sort of like Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah, it's right up that alley. It was produced um, as a short film, is what they call it. It wasn't a series. It's just a one-off, twenty-two-minute TV movie. Yeah, and um, it was produced to sell this line of toys. Uh, the rose petals or something like that, right? The piano. That's what I'm talking about. She's I don't remember these at all. I don't either. Um, so they must have definitely been the poor man's, you know, strawberry shortcake or whatever. But it was very much oh. the same thing. Um, any female listeners out there, write in and s- let us know if you had any. What was this rose petal place? Oh, you could still yeah. see people are still selling them. They're going for a lot. Of course. They are, you could buy sets for a lot. I looked at this up on eBay as well, Matt. Uh, but you could buy like an unboxed used doll for like, I don't know, 15 bucks or something. Yeah, like a whole set of them is going for $340 on eBay. Like new new Damn. inbox and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Horace, the horsefly that Frank Welker voiced, never actually got a toy. Oh, oh. good, because he's a stereotype. Yeah, if you wanted merchandise with him on it, there's a packet of scratch and sniff stickers that involve 
uh, Horus and Nastina. Mm. Pretty fun. Uh, yep. They meant they they meant to do, you know, a whole line of shit with this. Yeah, dude. Everyone was just trying to get toys made. <laughs> That's what everything was back then. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so yeah, David Kirshner uh, created the whole concept and the toys and everything, and they were not successful. But his toy that he created later was fucking successful with Chucky, <laughs> which is just wild. This, this this cartoon looks successful because uh, I think I looked ahead and there's another time. It, uh, there's a sequel. There was a sequel, and the sequel that was made like three years later, two or three years later, was intended to launch the second wave of toys, but it never got produced. Mm. It, the toy line years. was fucking canceled by then, and they never even got the second series out to match to match what the, the characters they had introduced in that second animated film. It's wow. crazy how much so, he went on to produce. Like, he, he had... This fucking career is crazy. Are you looking at David Kirshner? I was looking at it earlier. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. Going through all of his credits. Because I, I was, was like, oh, it sounds familiar. And I he was responsible like, oh, yeah. for, yeah, an American tale. He's like, oh. story. he wrote the story for Hocus Pocus. There are and... no cats in America. Yeah, fucking eight. Like, huge <laughs> things. We're going to get, get there. He's actually hung on to Chucky till today. He still is producer on anything Chucky related. Oh, wow. Play related. Produced Hocus Pocus. Yeah, oh, wow. and I think he even has story credit. I think he came as part of the story. Anyway, oh, Frailty, he, nice. He, oh, Frailty is one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah. Frailty is yeah. one of the best underrated horror movies. It's, it definitely is underrated, that's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Not enough people know about that or have seen it or appreciate it, but anyway. Oh, wow, the Pirates so of good. Dark Water. Oh, Bill and Ted. That's why I also know the name from. Yeah, and so, and this was very early in this guy's career, you know. Wow. Yeah, right. He's just knocking it out. Yeah, right. and he's the one, I'm pretty sure, that worked with Neil Diamond. Is that, isn't that who I, what I saw? Yes. Yeah, he started his career designing album cover art, and, and most notably, he designed the album cover for Neil Diamond's The Jazz Singer. Fucking A. Like, wow, that's pretty crazy. And he illustrated characters for the Muppets and Sesame Street. Like, we got a two-minute warning. Okay, Jesus. Um, what else? Oh, oh, um, Lily Fair, which is one of the flower rose petals, is played by Renee Jacobs in one of her early, maybe first cartoon voiceover role she would go on to become fucking april o'neill in the ninja turtles oh wow oh for a long time yeah yeah she's the voice of fucking april o'neill and this was her first shit this was her very first shit well apparently she was in an episode of some show called some live action sitcom called teachers only as like an uncredited fucking name Mm -hmm. but this was her first like kind of voiceover work which is what she actually moved, I read kind of in her bio, that she moved out from, like, fucking uh, Minnesota or wherever the fuck she was born to L.A. to become a voice actor. Which I hey, always like to hear that because I always real wonder. Life. <laughs> yeah, we always wonder on this show whether or not these people, like, kind of fall into this or set out to be yeah. a voice actor. But yeah. that, that's pretty cool. She That's what she wanted to do. She became April O'Neil. That's pretty radical. It's, it's like real-life duck factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. 
you know what I feel like real life Duck Factory is is like the um what we just got through talking about sort of is that little production company that did like the bits for Jurassic Park and oh yeah yeah <laughs> like it sounds like a real kind of small production animation studio I was sort of imagining Duck Factory when I was reading about yeah. them twenty seconds left. anyway so um this is the Rose Petal place has got some pretty big names involved. I don't know what else you guys. Um, yeah, I think I've just uh, like uh, since it's <laughs> the Jewish lady, since it's so short lived. I think, you know, that's it. That's pretty much it. I, it. Are we going to come across? Are we going to? Oh, there's an, there's an alarm. Second one. Oh, I heard. We it. have to. It's coming up. Is it is Welker involved in that? I didn't look ahead. Actually, I think so. Uh, let me look ahead real quick. Well, yes, yeah, it's coming up real quick. Nineteen eighty five. He was oh. uh, Seymour again. Seymour comes Seymour. back. Seymour. Okay. Well, there you have it. Seymour. All right, fellas. There you have it, guys. Lots of, wow. lots of hidden Next. little juicy tidbits. Next hour. Uh, under the surface here, I'd say. Yeah. Under the surface. It takes some looking into a little bit. But... So this week we went through Harold and his amazing green plants, Wolf Rock TV, and ended with Rose Petal Palace Place, mm-hmm. all at 1984. Good. What do we what do we have to look forward to next hour? Oh, we got some good stuff. G.I. Joe, The Revenge of Cobra. Hell yeah. I'm in the middle watching that. Is that the I'm second just... is that the second short series? Yes, five yeah. episodes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna start yeah. that immediately. Uh, Saturday's the place, Samson and Sally and Super Friends. Saturday's the place is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about that one either. <laughs> That's some interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening and downloading and liking and subscribing and all that stuff. And um, what else, guys? Anything? Anything you listen want to plug? To Anything going on? Yeah, listen yeah. to all the other podcasts on the Gangline Assembly. Yeah, just type out Gangline Assembly anywhere and um, listen away. Yeah, or if you like one show in particular, like this show or Movies and Comics or the Good Brothers podcast or any other one, you could Google any of those shows and they'll come right up if you're looking for any specific episode. Yeah, Google that. Stupid so go Google that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got so it. I got all it. you pieces of shit, I'm we're out. <laughs> like clockwork. The hour, the hour's up, I got to pee. Dude, I know. You got to bladder like a fucking five-year-old. I know. It's getting worse, too, in my old age. Yikes. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. talk. As for me... I'll be blindfolded and submerged in pudding. Hi, the Ghostmaster's coming! What are we going to do? My sister's... Hey, chill down, Pigaroo. Come on! Most of which were delicious. I don't know what it is. See you around.